This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, it's our second hour. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Always fun when we have Tom Cakert on the show. Uh, he probably doesn't say that about us, but we like him. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Tommy, good afternoon, pal. What do you mean? This is the highlight of my week. <laughs> you need to get better weeks, Tom. <laughs> you need a life. <laughs> this is the, this is the highlight of, the, of my Monday is to talk to you guys. Awesome, awesome. Um, let's uh, kind of pick your brain a little bit. Uh, look, we've done the Minnesota game uh, at nauseum. It's over. It's done. What did you gleam out of the game at Michigan State? Uh, it looked like a team that played a double overtime game on Wednesday and got tired, and and it kind of amplifies the importance of Jordan Bohannon to the success of the team, to Peter Jock really shooting well. I mean, he got he got points, but it, a lot of it was foul line stuff. Uh, you know, getting to the foul line more than anything else, and. Um, you know, and Brady Ellington had been playing really well and scoring well, and he didn't uh, shoot it particularly well. So when they don't make the three ball and they don't shoot the ball well, they're not going to win basketball games, and uh, that's kind of how it played out. And that was my fear going into that game was, uh, you know, the, the last time they played a double overtime game and Bohannon logged a lot of minutes, he did not play well in the following game, and that's kind of played out again in this one. Mm -hmm. Well, let's start with this team and the chances of the NCAA tournament. And we'd talked about before last week they were going to have to probably get a split on the road and now win all three home games. Now it's uh, pretty much as simple as win out the regular season and then do something in the Big Ten tournament. The wiggle room, it is gone for this Hawkeye squad. Is that fair? That's fair. And... You know, winning out means winning at Maryland, winning at Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, not going to be easy. You know, it, it's funny because Wisconsin seemed like they were kind of vulnerable, and my sense now is that after that loss yesterday to Northwestern, probably a little bit of a wake-up for that club, and uh, they're going to be facing a, a pretty focused and angry bunch of Badgers when they go up there in a couple mm-hmm. weeks, but... Tom, not only uh, not only did Northwestern win the game, they didn't have their best player playing either. Well, I'd argue that McIntosh is their best player. Oh, but not, maybe not Scotty Lindsay. Okay. Maybe their best scorer is Scotty Lindsay. Okay. Uh, but their best player is McIntosh, and he was he was great yesterday. And um, you know the, that's the, Northwestern just I think cemented their spot, barring a, a complete and utter collapse right. at the end of the year. They're going to be in the NCAA tournament for the first time. It's looking that way for Northwestern. Well, we talk about Iowa and the chances of the NCAA tournament looking very slim right now. The NIT, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that figure it's a lock. Iowa, if they finish with the winning record, they're going to get in. But, Tom, you had it up today at HawkeyeReport.com. It's not the lock that it was in the past since the NCAA has taken over control of the NIT. You kind of actually have to qualify for this thing. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the other thing, and I know people are getting kind of wound up about some of these, and there are these out there, NIT bracketologists. Mm -hmm. And you just can't pay any attention to those because of the simple fact that 
um, and I went back and did the research on it, and in most years um, they take 11 regular season champions who did not win um, their conference tournament championship. And if you're doing that, that's cutting that down to 21 potential at-large teams. And Iowa's RPI just isn't very good right now. It's 105 today. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I went back and researched a bunch of it and the worst RPIs every year. Iowa did get in in 2012 with a 125 RPI and, you know, kind of a similar record to what they'll probably end up with this year. But asking for that lightning to strike twice is probably a bit much, in my opinion. Tom Cakert is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Always good stuff if you're a Hawk fan at Hawkeye Report. Um, I'm real curious your thoughts about McCaffrey and the players that he is using. Uh, there was talk over the weekend that maybe he's going too deep on the bench. Uh, even McCaffrey's even indicated afterwards that, you know, it's tough for us to make those decisions sometimes. Look, he's got a young team. Sometimes the young guy shows up, sometimes they don't. I mean, you got to try everything you possibly can to try to get a win. Yeah, and he was been trying to push a lot of buttons. And the thing that Fran will always say is that those guys that he's playing, they've they've earned those minutes. They've shown that they deserve to play. And I think Fran is probably more comfortable as a coach with about an eight, maybe nine-man rotation, and now he's going 10, 11 deep, and it's just hard to keep everybody happy, and it's hard to give everybody the minutes that they maybe deserve. But the, you know, I I don't know that he'll change a whole lot, um, honestly, because I think he's kind of settled into this first, second unit uh, type thing, but it it just uh, I think when you lose games, you kind of always have to examine everything, and I think that was probably what Fran was doing at that moment was just maybe just taking a look at it and looking kind of introspectively at um, you know his rotation and how many guys he's playing and when he's playing them. But um, I I don't have a big beef with his rotation at this point. I think it's fairly settled, um, but it, it's just trying to find. Hot hands when you can find them. Right. I have a beef. Go for it, beef. Bohannon gets a second foul and sits yeah. for the rest of the half. Yeah. Tom, I know it's his theory. I know that his part is his coaching acumen. Let me, let me just say this before he finishes. This is the thing that he dislikes the most. Eh, no, there's other things there's I other dislike things? the most. Yeah. Okay. There's other things I dislike but more this than is this. Close. But this one drives me nuts. <laughs> Automatically yeah. fouling your own guy out. Pick out your second foul. Done for the half. You're telling me Bohannon's not smart enough to pick up a third, and if he is, that he's done for the second. It just it's so simplistic, and I think there needs to be a deeper look at that. How about that, Tom? Um, you know that's one of those things that coaches it really is if you watch a lot of college basketball trend i know you do mm-hmm. it's pretty much standard operating procedure for just about every coach though i mean it they you get that second foul and you're going to sit that's kind of what everybody does and it's kind of this accepted norm and fran has always done that he's just said you know second foul you're sitting and there'll be an occasional time where he might slide somebody in for a last possession of a half if right. it feels like they can help him but 
for the most part, that's what he does. And, and, um, you know, especially if you pick them up really quick, it's just, you're worried that they're going to pick up the, that maybe that this is the night where they're going to pick up three really quick. Mm-hmm. And you just, I don't think he wants to risk that, uh, and, uh, really hamper that way. At least you get a full good half out of them rather than maybe you take them out of most of the first half and potentially part of the second half. The uh, week that they're going to have off here, because they they've had, uh, they're going to get an extended rest. Do you know, are they practicing every day, or did they get a couple of days off? Well, they probably took a day off yesterday, and they'll probably work another day off just to get their, their day off for this weekend. But, um, yeah, then it'll be the, the stretch run. It's, uh, you know, because it's short turnaround. Or uh, for them with Saturday, Tuesday, then uh, in their next uh, stretch of games with uh, Indiana coming in on Tuesday night uh, for that 8 o'clock game. So they'll, I'm sure they're going to try and get as much rest as they can. A lot of young guys playing a lot more minutes than they probably ever have at this, and certainly at this level, obviously, they've never played at the college level. So they're into kind of body management time and, and uh, getting ready for, the stretch run here, and then uh, the Big Ten tournament in a few weeks. Well, because of Bohannon sitting out uh, most of the first half, we did get to see a lot of Christian Williams. I thought at times did a better job than what we've seen in the past running the team offensively, but you can still see I, I think he's just miscast in that point guard role with Connor McCaffrey more than likely or maybe not more than likely, but possibly coming in next year uh, to be that pack-up point guard to Bohannon. Will that allow Christian Williams to slide back over, be a two, be a three, and kind of play in that role? Is that your expectations? And how much upside do you think there still is in Christian Williams? I think there's still some, but he just he seems to have fallen into kind of what Brady Ellingson fell into last year, which is just kind of a funk where um, you just can't get out of your own way. And you've seen with Ellingson this year what confidence can do for you. Um, Williams on Saturday had, what, three steals really quickly and missed a bunny on the layup but then finished one. And, and I, I thought he gave him some pretty solid minutes, but there's still at times when he's coming down the court and you're just like, whoa, you know, just kind of pull up a little bit and you don't know where he's going with the ball. And uh, it just it seems like he's playing with kind of like with his hair on fire or something. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got a lot of potential. He just doesn't shoot it enough to probably play the shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but So I don't know what his role would be. And I, I think that's kind of something they're going to have to figure out what they want to do with him once Connor gets on campus and uh, what they're going to, and also what they're going to figure out to do with Connor and how he's going to, fit in with Bohannon on the floor. What's the deal with Creener right now? He got into a real nice groove, and now all of a sudden he just can't chew gum and walk at the same time. Yeah, there have been. he had a couple of nice plays uh, Saturday, I thought. He had a nice little post-up and a mm-hmm. uh, bank shot uh, for a bucket. But, um, you know, they've. I think teams have scouted him a little bit differently now. He's probably on a scout report, and they're, going to take away that 12 to 15 foot jump shot from him, uh, guard him a little more closely. And some of those shots when he's had them just haven't fallen lately. And that's probably part of the deal too, is that if you're not making open shots uh, and his minutes have been kind of inconsistent too. There's some games where friends brought him in right away and with that second unit. And then there's 
other games where he's kind of been an afterthought and they throw him in there when they're struggling a little bit, he might give him a bucket. Um, but it just, I, I think it's kind of trying to figure out, carve out his role on a consistent basis is, is the thing that may be hindering him more than anything else. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com, with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Tom, is, uh, get ready for the final stretch of games here over the next couple of weeks on to D.C. after that. Uh, how about the Big Ten as a whole? We see on Saturday they released the top 16 teams, top four seeds in each region from CBS, and uh, no Big ten, ten teams in there. This conference as a whole, it is uh, certainly down from what we've seen in the past. Do you think it's likely we see a year where nobody from the Big Ten, even if seven, eight teams get in, even make it to the Sweet 16? It's very possible this year. Um, Wisconsin, I think everybody kind of expects them to to rise up, but they just haven't played great lately. They struggled against uh, Rutgers, lose to, uh, a home game at the Cole Center to uh, Northwestern. Purdue, I think, has all the tools, but... Um, how good are they going to play against more athletic teams that have some quickness? I'm not sure. Um, Maryland, kind of a young team, so you don't know what you're going to get. Some nights they look like world beaters. The next night they look like they're struggling. Uh, it's really going to be interesting to see where this conference is seated. And I think there's a real chance that that second weekend of the NCAA tournament, there will be no Big Ten teams this year because they're going to get matched up against pretty good teams you look at like if purdue and wisconsin were five seeds in this latest bracketing you think they're going to beat a, a ucla or a duke or a no. kentucky no. No, no they're not no they're, they're not, not. They're, no. Just not. they're going to get dispatched and uh that's just kind of the reality right now is it just a cyclical season or do you think there's a reason for this I think it's more cyclical. It's a young conference this year in a lot of ways uh, with some of the good teams. Uh, I don't think it's as veteran as, as the past teams. You look at the Iowa team last year. I mean, that was a veteran team. You look at uh, other teams of uh, Michigan. Uh, Michigan State was a real veteran yeah. team last year. Um, this year, all these teams are young, and they're just – it's going to take time, and, and some, some of these guys have to stick around, too. I mean, like Michigan State, their best players not going to be around next year. Miles Bridges is going to be going to the NBA. So um, it would be interesting to, to see, you know, if you know, Caleb Swanigan is probably going to be gone from Purdue, I would imagine. Um, there are other players that are going to be gone, but you look at young teams that might be on the rise, like in Iowa, um, Purdue still going to have some good pieces. I think mm-hmm. Michigan State will have some good pieces. Um, you know, the, there's still some good clubs out there, but it might be a year or two before we see the Big Ten rise up again. My biggest takeaway from Saturday night, away from the Iowa perspective, was Michigan State's not very good. I mean, just watching no. that team play, they're they're not a very good basketball team, and we're all waiting for Izzo to you know rub Flip that switch, yeah, yeah, put that elixir on the guys, and they start playing well. They're just frankly not very good. Yeah. No, they're and Nick Ward's been a nice surprise this year. I think everybody probably thought it'd take a year for him to kind of assimilate and and, and Langford hasn't been as good as uh the five star rating. Um their season may have been a little bit derailed. They lost that uh um the trans kid that was transferred in, Ben Carter, to an injury and then also losing Gavin Schilling to an injury yeah. Uh, yeah. basically all year. 
I, I think he's missing that one front court guy. And frankly, Aaron Harris has been terrible all yes, year. Yes. He just he just hasn't uh, been as good as he was last year. And that's what this is a really average Michigan State team at best. I mean, they're they're still going to scuffle to get in the tournament. I think. And who would have thought that uh, before the season that uh, Izzo might be uh, a bubble team? It's always good, pal. When we uh, catch up with you, you have a uh, a great uh, week, and we'll uh, stay in touch, Tommy. Okay, thanks for having me on, guys. See you, Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. Always good stuff on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Yeah, Aaron Harris. You know when he got yeah. there from West Virginia, oh, it was like this guy can fill it yeah. up. Izzo will get him to buy yeah. in defensively. Nothing. Hasn't translated. No. You know they're turning the ball over. This Iowa was up a point at the half, and Iowa didn't really play that well either. No. It's like Michigan State's not they're good. Not very good. They're not very good. I mean, look, they got one stud. Who's going to be right. Miles Bridges? Miles is, Bridges is a stud. Yeah, he kind of did the LeBron block mm-hmm, in that did. game. He uh, can shoot it from the outside. He He's physical. Yeah. He can dunk. I mean, yeah, yeah. But it's that's but about that's it. it. Yeah, and Tom, I forgot about Schilling too. Yeah, and that's a really good point. That's a that good guy, point about Gavin Schilling. He's your, he's your prototypical yes. Michigan State guy. Yeah, he is physical, yeah. good size, yeah. can knock down an open jumper, mm-hmm. mix it up inside, Mix, and, yeah. and they're missing that. Yeah, they're yeah. missing. Yeah, that. they just don't have that. Turning the ball over, it's he's it's an right, odd team. He's right too when he says all Big Ten teams could be out by the second round. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the only team I'd be feel confident with sight unseen of brackets is Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Not even Purdue. No, no. Okay. No, I I understand they can shoot it when they get going, but yeah. too inconsistent, too okay. many turnovers. Yeah, I like Thompson, PJ Thompson, their point guard. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Don't love him. Don't okay. love him. I think in a bad matchup now, nah, wouldn't feel confident with that one. I remember last year they lost to Little Rock. They did. They lost to Little Rock yeah. in the opening round. So Wisconsin's the only team I'd feel confident in, and them, you saw it last night. What's off with that team? Yeah. They feel like they should be better. They shouldn't be. Li- they've gone to overtime with Rutgers. I know. With Penn State. Yes. All hands on deck. And then you lose at, was, at home to Northwestern. Where North was Koenig last night? He was nowhere. He was to, terrible. He was nowhere to he be was seen. Really bad. Yeah. He's Mac- McIntosh just made him look like he wasn't even on the court. McIntosh is a stud. He is a stud. That's a that's another great what if. You know, it everyone is. talks about Tyler Eulis in Iowa. Yeah. Fran was in on McIntosh early and wanted to stay closer to home. Look how good he's turned Whew. out to be. He can shoot it, drive it, deliver it. He's, he looks like a goober. He does, but so what? <laughs> he's got game to he's go with He's got it. game. If you've got game and you're a goober, you're playing on my team. I don't care. Well, we go from the down Big Ten yes. to the possibly up Big 12. That's fair enough. We'll see what happens yeah. tonight. Yeah. Brian Goodman's going to join us coming up on the other side. We'll get in some Big 12 hoops with him. He joins us coming up next here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. 
Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched, the guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? <laughs> Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message, with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now, 264-1700. Big sports on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, we are back. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Brian Goodman's a busy guy. But he did indeed take some time with us, and we always appreciate that. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Brian, how are you, pal? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. Big 12, Rush the Court is where you can read uh, Brian's material. So tonight, we get West Virginia at Kansas. Over the weekend, Kansas was lucky to survive Texas Tech. What are we going to see tonight in this big matchup? Yeah, it's really going to be an interesting matchup because um, you, you have Kansas and they've just kind of made a living you know, closing out these these really tight finishes here. Um, and you see them you know, wearing down over the second half of games just with, with their debt taking its toll. Um, you know, I, I think everyone kind of focused on the um, Azubike injury. And, and, yeah, their, their front court has been uh, pretty thin, but um, – but also the thing that people don't seem to talk about as much is that, you know, the backcourt is pretty thin too, because with the way Kansas has to um, uh, kind of orient their lineup, um, you know, both Frank Mason and Devontae Graham are, are playing a, a whole lot and we're starting to see, you know, a little bit of the wear and tear. And, and that's kind of been why, um, you know, Josh Jackson has had to play, um, you know, you know so, as well as he, has they they really needed him and and he's delivered and then on the other side with West Virginia, they're they're sort of on the opposite because they um you know not only does their system kind of necessitate you know, the constant you know subbing and, and in and out for for different players but they're coming off a game in which uh, no one on their team played or I'm sorry only two players on their team played more than even 20 minutes so so West Virginia is going to be pretty fresh and uh, you know and and it is an Allen Fieldhouse so. Uh, you know, I don't say I wouldn't say I bet on you know West Virginia winning this one, but I think it'll be in for another um, close game just because uh, of just how how different the teams are in terms of you know how fresh they are and and you know both coming off of you know two day uh, turnarounds, which which can always be tough, you know especially when you're um, when you've when you've kind of worn yourself out you know recently like Kansas backcourt has. Well, and you have not only that, but Frank Mason battling illness over the weekend down in Lubbock and. Uh, Expected back, expected to be at uh, at least as close to 100%, but you mentioned that quick turnaround. What do you expect to see out of Frank Mason, and can he be back to 100% this quickly with the quick turnaround? I mean, we're, we're going to find out because Bill Self just values you know, toughness and the ability to kind of be on the court as much as you can, and, and he doesn't have you know, very many options you know, apart from um, you know, letting Devontae Graham or Steve McKayla handle the ball, but that's only for, you know, a couple possessions at the time, and then Mason, you know, right back in there. So um, just given how much, you know, self-trust Mason, and, and I say that rightfully so because um, he, he has been so good this season, but that's going to be, um, 
you know, really interesting to see because with West Virginia's pressing style, um, that doesn't provide many opportunities for Kims to be able to rest uh, their star point guard there. You know, it's it's interesting to me the way that this Big 12 has all of a sudden played out, where at the beginning of the season, Brian, people thought, nah, it's just going to be a so-so year. And so far, it's turned out to be a great year for the Big 12. Yeah, there are, there are really truly no uh, bad teams, which really helps teams um, kind of like Iowa State, but also some of the other teams that are a little closer to the bubble, um, you know, teams like Kansas State and, and Texas Tech, um, uh, you know, it helps, you know, continuously they have, they have chances. And, and even then there, there isn't a team as bad as, just to give an example, in, in you know, the ACC, like a, um, um, like a Boston College or, or, or anyone where it's all kind of, you know, downside for you because if, if you want to get, if you, you know, beat them, hey, no one cares. But if you lose to them, it's, they can really put a dent. So, um, so I think that that's what really helps with these teams, especially as they try to make their NCAA tournament cases. You know, Kansas is obviously still at the forefront as they hold the lead, and we'll see what happens tonight with West Virginia coming to town. But, you know, you mentioned the depth of this team, and you coupled that with off the, all the off-the-floor incidents that have happened with this team from uh, residue and a marijuana pipe all the way down to uh, domestic assault and just things that are dating back a couple of years, now things that are coming to the forefront. It's been such an odd year. How has Bill Self been able to keep things, at least in terms of basketball, up at the forefront and, and try to move these other incidences to the back? Yeah, and that's an interesting question because I think we, we're also seeing that there's only there's only so much Bill Self can comment on publicly. I think it was um, last week or, or two weeks ago when he he had to read uh, you know a prepared statement on. Um, I think that was right after the. Um, um, the questions about what Gerald Vick uh, kind of bubbled up, and also about I think the uh, the, the vandalism um, uh, kind of incident popping up, and um, yeah, I think that, that's something Bill Self hasn't really been you know challenged with um, you know to this to this point in his you know career at Kansas uh, that there there haven't always um, been these types of, you know, off the court issues to, uh, to deal with. But I, I think just part of it, you know, I think a lot of it is that, you know, a good chunk of it happened, you know, so far in, uh, in the past. And, and I think with a couple of the other things that are just sort of, I guess you call them administrative type things where you know, reports even weren't even filed. And, and there's only so much, um, there's not even, you know, that much that, that would make it an obligation for him to, um, to sit out, um, his players out, and, and I know, um, you know, Carlton Bragg was recently suspended just while the um, um, the, the assault or, or battery charge um, was kind of settled back in December, and then there's the violation of team rules that uh, that may have stemmed from the um, the, the drug incident. But um, I mean, they're 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 holding it together, and um, and I think they'll self you know handling about handling it about as well as. You know, you could you could say of a coach. Um, of course, he, he, the optimal way is for for those incidents not to come up in the first place. But um, but uh, but that just that that can't always happen. So one more on Kansas, and we'll move, and we'll take a bigger overview of the conference. But uh, with the Jayhawks, we know they're good. They're always good. Mm-hmm. It's Bill Self. It's Kansas. Yeah. They're they're always good. But you talk about the depth. You talk about some of the limitations of this team. 
Are they national championship good? Uh, Brian, we know you watch a lot of college basketball across the whole landscape. Is this team good enough to win six straight games? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And I also think, like, the uh, the style of, of their um, of their offense um, kind of insulates them from um, from some of those early round upsets um, that that can sometimes set teams back um, just because they they can play small. They, you know they play best when they're small and they shoot a lot of threes themselves. So they're probably not going to get out shot by um, you know a smaller team that um, that has to rely on on three point shooting. Um, you know of course anything can happen, but. You have that, and then plus the fact that um, as long as they're angling for a one or two seed, you know that um, you know, the regional final round, the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight matchups, um, you know, they would almost you know assuredly be in Kansas City for those. And mm-hmm. of course, you know when the geography comes into play, it's, it's you know tough to bet against them. And then um, you know then of course once you get to the Final Four, it's you know at most two games, and, and anything can happen there. Mm-hmm. So um, so I think uh, you know this isn't the uh, the kind of usual Kansas team that we've seen in terms of depth and, and, and some of their defensive lapses that they've had this year that they would never have in any other year. Um, I don't, at least in my opinion, but they're, they're still right there. And, um, and of course they get a leg up, um, you know, assuming they can make it to Kansas city. Brian Goodman's our guest. We're uh, talking uh, big 12 conference. Rush the court is his site on the draft house 50 hotline. Okay. Take me to Baylor. Where is Baylor in your estimation now in all of this as we start to get through February? Yeah, I think they're having a fantastic season. I mean, they're um, you know right there with Kansas, just a, a game behind, I believe, and um, and assuming they take care of business in their in their first week, you know, they'll have a chance to kind of break uh, break even with them um, on the weekend when they square off. But um, you know. Baylor's offense isn't um, that great, but the defense is is so good. And having you know, two rim protectors there with uh, Motley and Luolachuil, um, both both help helps them. You know whether or not their offense is going. It seems like those guys are always on on top of it defensively, um, which just makes them such a, a tough out. And, and the way they kind of morph their defenses makes it uh, you know challenging for for other teams to kind of figure out and see where the mismatches are and and then be able to um, to exploit them once you know when they can identify them. So I think that's what what makes them just um, just so tough this year. So for Iowa State here locally, they get Kansas State on the road down in Manhattan coming up on Wednesday. And this Kansas State team, they've lost now five of their last six games, have had the close calls in there, the just misses that have happened to them, but in the end haven't been able to close out a lot of those close games. What's the latest scuttlebutt down there? And if Kansas State doesn't make the NCAA tournament, is Bruce Weber in trouble? Um, I mean, he, he could be, and that's sort of the... Um, you know the expectation that they've set as far as you know making the NCAA tournament and, and whether that will lead to um, you know whether he, he should be retained or not. But that's such a tough question because you know Kansas State, their administration kind of needs to figure out what kind of program they can be they or they want to be because you know if they want to be a team like uh, from the Frank Martin years and, and the Bob Huggins season where they're making the tournament you know four out of five years or. Or every year, I'm not sure there's a guy out there that can really get them there. And you know, Kansas State, um, you know, as good of a coaches as they they've had with um, with Martin and Huggins, that's that's a really tough job. Um, it's tough to recruit to, um, and it's 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 a challenge. So they have to figure out. You know, can 
can they really do better than um, than Bruce Weber? And then I'm not saying you know Weber's a, a terrible coach. He's also not you know fantastic either. And you know they have uh, their core is still a bit on the on the young side. With uh, they have a good sophomore class that they can build on this year. Whether or not you know they miss the um, whether or not they make the tournament. So it's it's so I, you know I I think that. Um, uh, it's going to be a really close call there in in Kansas State, but if I'd have to guess, I think Bruce probably keeps his job. Okay, I was just curious about that. With what is taking place right now with Shaka Smart, he's got such a young team, doesn't have really a point guard. How much longer does Texas give him to flip that switch? Um, I mean, I think I'll, I think he'll get at least. Uh, one more year, um, just two years. You, you don't see coaches let go um, that quickly because um, you know then it just kind of kind of sends a signal to um, anyone else who may who they may be hire who may they may be thinking of hiring. Okay, what if I'm not? What if I don't do so great right out of the gates? And and you know what kind of you know environment does that create? And and how attractive does that make the job if um, if you're just gonna you know let a guy go after you know two seasons? So. I think that's something to start with, and, and because they they do have uh, another strong recruiting class coming in, they've um, you know addressed the point guard situation with uh, Matt Coleman's commitment um, you know a few weeks ago. Um, so um, so not that he's you know surefire or, any, or anything, but um, but it does again sound like uh, um, you know they're you know they're doing you know Shock is doing what he can to to address that um, weakness there, and, and then we'll we'll kind of see how it goes next year. Um, but yeah, after after two years, I think it'd be you know even with a job that has the resources of a Texas, um, I think it'd be tough to justify um, that program letting him go after just two years. What about Jared Allen? Uh, can, uh, yeah. Jim and I were arguing about this the other day. Has he come back for a sophomore year at Texas? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure on that one. Uh, I, you know, I don't pay super close attention to. Uh, um, a lot of the lottery stuff, the you know, mock drafts, but the, some from what I've seen have them as a you know top twenty-ish um, prospect. So that's um, you know independent of team needs, that puts you you know just outside of the lottery. So um, so I think there are a few things he can refine, but he's also shown a lot of development. Um, you know he's he's been a great rebounder. He's been an efficient um, inside scorer. I think um, you know teams want maybe want to see him you know develop a little um, more range, especially if he's He's not, you know, a very bulky body. So if you mm-hmm. right. um, if you can't score very reliably back to the basket, you need to be able to at least show a little bit of range. And, and I think he he has that kind of going for him there a little bit. But um, but the question I think will be, um, you know, whether NBA teams will take a chance on him and 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 you know be willing to uh, to work with him to iron that out, you know, at their level, or if they'd rather see um, see him kind of uh, you know develop that part of his game. Um, in Austin. Yeah, right now to me he's a D League guy, no question. Listen, we know you we know you got stuff to do, so we'll let you run. It's always good when you fit us into your schedule. Thank you, Brian. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Okay, see ya. Brian Goodman, Big Twelve, rush the court, good site if you really want to uh lock in on Big Twelve competition. So just taking a look at the latest mock draft over at NBA DraftNet. Okay. Probably most people Do you say, like that one the well, best? Well, a lot of people that follow it more than I say it's about as reliable as you're going to okay. find. They do about the best job. They have Jared Allen going 15th overall. Yeah. So he'll be a first-rounder.
he'll be a first rounder. There's no doubt about that. I I think he's really good. I think he has potential to be yes. really good. Yeah. I I that's think, why I say he'll be a I, D league guy. I don't even think he's. I think he plays right away. Now it'll, it'll probably you know tenth guy something like that. But I think he is a guy that gets minutes right away. He'll be a guy that will get a few minutes. Then they'll send him to the D and get him full game action, yeah. and then he'll bounce back up. Then he'll remember Sam Decker did that with Houston. Yeah, when he was he went to the D League off and on back to Houston his first year. See, I think now, he's better than that. Now, I, now, I now think Decker's he's better a real that. player for them. I think Allen's a rotation guy. Right rotation. Away. Guy? I like him more than you do. Yeah, you do. Now you know yeah. the NBA a lot better than I do. Well, too, but, but I I just I think that I think Brian hit on it where his body's not there yet. He's going to get bumped around. He's not. He's not Jared Utah. Well, no. <laughs> I mean. He's, okay. Yeah. He's probably what, 250 now? You know, he's listed at 240 coming yeah. out. He's probably Yeah. Probably. In that range. Yeah. In that I area. I really like his game. Okay. We'll well, see. for Texas' sake, you hope he comes yeah. back, though. Yeah, and you'd just, like to get one more year out of him. And then he comes back, develops as a top-five guy next that's, year. That'd be fine. That's that's what you want if you're sure. Texas. Sure. Speaking of that, you want to take a look here at what they yeah. got? go for it. Figure like this. Markel Fultz, number one. Yeah, I could see that. Lonzo Ball two. at two. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Isaac from Florida State. Florida State. State. Yeah. I, I knew that the NBA circles really liked him. They I, did. I mean, I like Dwayne Bacon a lot more. He's a lot better college player, I think, than Isaac, but... What I mean, year? What year is Isaac? He is. Well, he's a freshman. Okay. Uh, Josh Jackson at four. Oh yeah. Dennis Smith from NC State at yeah, five. Yeah, he's a good player. Darren Fox of Kentucky at six. Mm-hmm. Robert Williams from A and M at seven. Malik Monk, Jason at Tatum K- at Kentucky. Yeah, and then some uh, guy from France at ten. So we were just talking earlier about how good this freshman class is and yes. how spread out it is. Yes. One of my reasons why we don't have. A power team? Or, or even two or three like okay. that have cleared themselves from everybody else. Of those top nine guys, all are freshmen. That's amazing when yeah. you look at that. And yeah. and they're from... And the only Wa- teammates are the two guys at Kentucky. That, that's it. Five. Yes. Yeah. And every, you got a guy from Washington, mm-hmm. UCLA. Read, read their whole... Florida State, Florida Kansas, State, yeah. NC State, See, Kentucky, they're, they're, A&M. They're everywhere. Yeah. You're right. They, they, and that's they, the reason They didn't it. team up. You got the marketing kid from Arizona. They have him. Oh, what, whereabouts? 12. Okay. Harry Giles at 11. Gonna, I was going to say, I thought he'd be Leaf top at 15. See, Leaf's really going to be a good Jared player. Allen, who we just talked about, yep, at 15. 15. Look at this class. Then you get to Bam Abadeo. Oh, Kentucky, sure. he's at yeah. 16. Yeah. This class is ridiculous. It is. It's a great class. It is. A lot of good players, and you hope it translates when they go to the next level. The too. marketing kid, uh, so I was watching Arizona yeah, against Cal Saturday night. Yeah. Arizona, those uniforms were off. Those were t- did you th- the first thing that I see? What is these this? are awful. Get some better jerseys. Arizona always had great uniforms. They did. I mean, you could go back to the eighties yep. with Kerr. Yep, love the emblem with the cactus. That's I it. always thought that was I cool. Always thought it was. Those were bad. Yeah, I understand Nike always tried, and they're one of the programs that gets kind of the new uniforms. They and do. They try them out on programs like that. Bad work, Nike. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> more, more, more marketing. More marketing from <laughs> Nike. Jimmy B at TC. It's the Big Talker seventeen hundred. Keep it here on seventeen hundred KBGG for UNI basketball. Des Moines station for sports. Seventeen hundred KBGG.
Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Dear Daddy, dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military. Heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi everybody, I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. At the Home Depot, extra long weekends mean extra big appliance savings. Right now, get a Samsung French door fridge and fingerprint-resistant black stainless steel for just $1,498. You save over $800. Plus, get 12 months financing on appliance purchases of $299 or more with your Home Depot consumer credit card. Nobody beats our prices. Guaranteed. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Credit offer valid through February 22nd, U.S. only, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. See store for details. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. 
The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, everybody. We rolled till three. Just when you thought the Jerry Sandusky story at Penn State would finally go away, it has raised its ugly head once again. Jeffrey Sandusky, the son of of Jerry Sandusky has been arrested in child pornography, uh, sending text messages with a young child and uh, counts of soliciting online child pornography. Jeffrey Sandusky, the son of Jerry Sandusky, I believe the adopted son. I think he is, yes. Of uh, Jerry Sandusky. And, you know, for the people that love to uh, say, you know, Joe Paterno, what could he have done? What more could he have done? Well, here's a, another example of what he could have done. When he was first told of Sandusky way back in the day, yeah, the first time that he heard about it, yeah. Jeffrey Sandusky was being adopted at the time. Mm-hmm. This is the adopted son of Jerry Sandusky. He never would have been allowed in the house. Right. And possibly never gone down this road. Who knows what happened, incidences maybe that happened inside that house. Well, you would think that. You would. Uh, it, it's easy to draw the connection there, but regardless, absolutely sickening once again, and uh, it just it seemingly never ends. At least this time, it doesn't have any ties to Penn State, right? But that's immediately what you think of mm-hmm. because of the old man, right? And what happened at Penn State? Terrible. Gosh, just, it's just a sickening story. It is. It's. It's difficult to think about, and I remember uh, when everything broke. I was just out at the Iowa-Penn State game Yep. when it broke. I had me and the group of guys, we went out there, drove the RV out there, had a great time. Iowa Is played terribly. Is that the uh, Volkswagen bus from no. uh, 1965 with no. the peace sign on it? No, no. It, okay. was, it was a nice RV. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, got her picture taken around, you know, the paternal statue. Oh, sure, as yeah. We're walking in. Yeah. Iowa loses. I think it was like 14-3. It was just a terrible game. And uh, it was like a week and a half later, all of a sudden on a Sunday. Yeah, that's when it happened. You start to read in the, in the documents that are being released, and all of a sudden uh, things change very quickly for a lot of people, myself included, about Joe Paterno there on that day. And the things that he knew, and 
that athletic department as a whole. Mm-hmm. I, I still cannot pull myself to root for Penn State in football. Uh, call it a vendetta, call it whatever you will. It is just well, it was it was so shocking to the masses that this had been going on for so long. I think if it only would have, I mean, it's a terrible subject anyway, but mm-hmm. if they would have been able to remedy it in a year or two, but no, this went on for 20-some years. Right, right. That's the that's the issue. Right, and Paterno knew about yeah, it. Yeah, he did. And Paterno and knew about it. And he kept them there. And the Penn State truthers, boy, that is a wacky, wacky bunch. I mean, we, we can joke about fan bases that are a little odd, a little off. You oh, know? yeah. I, I give Michigan fans a hard time because they like a booger eater as their coach, but, but this is different level stuff. And to cover that up and for the young men that had to go through and the children to go through what they yes. had to do, all to keep something quiet for football games, that's sickening. And, and just societal-wise. Think of this. Think if you did not have the assistant coach, McCreary, mm-hmm. happen to walk into the locker room and witness in person what was going on. Yeah. Might have gotten away with it. Or it'd still be going on. Even scarier. Yes. Because he still had access. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had an office. Locker rooms. Yay. He had all the that showers, access, yeah. as we know. Yeah. Terrible. Unbelievable. Absolutely terrible. All right. Uh, quick break. We're coming right back. We'll open up the phone lines. You want to get in with us? Uh, 264-1700. Uh, Jimmy B and TC. It's the Big Talker. 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons? It's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly, zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. 
Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm -hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. This Valentine's Day, love is giving at the new Pandora Boutique at Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. For a limited time, come discover the Loving Hearts of Pandora gift set. This stunning set includes the Loving Hearts of Pandora necklace and sparkling love earrings, all packaged in a beautiful keepsake box. And it's only $125 while supplies last. It's the Pandora gift that will make your Valentine's heart skip a beat. That's why he went to Jared. See store for details. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 1700 KB.